is crucifixion sexy? Start your sublight engines. It's time for Rupalp's Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. Welcome to our discussion of the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian. Um, I'm Jess. <laughs> My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on social media at Kawaii Jessio. And my gender this week is <laughs> is Babu Fricks, plural. I know they're called Anzellans, but when I watched The Mandalorian with my older sister, she started screaming, like literally screaming, because she's like, oh my god, Babu Frick! And I was just like, no, they're not Babu Frick and there's multiple of them. And so she was just like, Babu Fricks! I know all of the Babu Fricks. I'm obsessed. Yeah. God, you know, like a um, you know, like a murder of crows. It's <laughs> it's a Babu fucks of Anzellans. So a Babu true. Why did you, you change fucked. it to fuck? <laughs> because because Babu fucks. We've established I mean, this canonically. Guys, there's a fan fiction that I won't be bringing to um, RuPaul's Pottery's a queer Star Wars podcast, but I was looking today. Um, through a tag I won't disclose well it'll be kind of clear what tag I was looking through I found a fan fiction wherein Babu Frick and um, Zori Bliss do make love now <laughs> okay and you're not gonna and you're not gonna All drop a link right. <laughs> okay starting off strong Noah wow um that was such a lovely transition um, I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on social media at the Jewish Jedi. Uh, and my gender this week is my official conversion to the Bo-Katan Church of Milfury because I saw her on that throne and I was like, I get it. Everyone, I get it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mel. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on social media at Melvin Copa and on TikTok at Greco Rex. And my gender this week is the Armor's Resin Pyramid Etsy shop. She was absolutely no, because we were watching the episode together, and um, we were also watching it with uh, Julian McKenzie, and the armor started making her silly little helmet, and we were all like, "This looks like a resin, like a like a girly who's making a resin pyramid on Etsy, Beskar pyramid." Did you guys ever see that thing on TikTok of the person, well, I guess people who are making pet memorial and human memorial resin pyramids out of human yes. ashes? Yes. I think that she would do that. Oh my God, that they go to fucking Mandalore and do that? So, no, because they're like, well, the, no. we, no, because the is armor Mandalore, is going to be. <gasps> shut up. Mandalore is crystallized. Is Mandalore not just a giant resin pyramid? You're so right. No, okay, because, no, because they're going to go to Mandalore and she's going to be like, this is the way that we bury our dead. And by that, I mean, we put them in a resin pyramid. The fact that they already just came up with the color scheme for this random kid's, like, Mando helmet. Um, What if she's doing those, like, videos where it's, like, roll for... Roll for Mando helmet colors and design. This week we're gonna. <laughs> so true. Here, here's our customer for this week. We're gonna roll for your Mando helmet design. Let's get our our features. Is that not? I'm sorry, not to bring this up, but that's just what the sorting hat does. I think. Do they have no, like a like a cool non-transphobic that. sorting hat? Um, actually, um, the the. The children of the watch don't believe in tracking, academic tracking. So no, they don't have any stupid little houses 
for their children to go to. They just are like, you have to put this helmet on and never take it off. Also, your name's Derek now. I love that. Oh, that's been my my other favorite thing about um all the, the Mandalorian, unnamed Mandalorians we've been seeing is that I like doing this thing on Twitter.com, which is to say going onto it, finding a picture, um, making up names for said Mandalorians, and then hitting tweet and lying on the internet, on Beyonce's internet, about the names of these Mandalorians. You'd think with the names that I was giving them, such as J.C. Penny, that people wouldn't think that I was being serious. Uh, but I've gotten multiple inquiries about where I got my information. Um, and also, if it was just in general, true. So, Remember Rungo? Rungo. Let's go Rungo. That's my favorite Mandalorian, actually, is Rungo. I'm pretty impartial to Megan. How many Megan jokes can we make consecutively, week after week? Um, actually, you're not allowed to make any more Megan jokes because you haven't yeah. seen Megan yet. Claudia Period. see Megan challenge. Claudia, you're in a Megan bargo. Meg bargo. Um, this is to say that if um if whoever made Blumhouse, if Blumhouse wants to get in contact with the four hosts who have seen Megan, they're more than welcome to, so we can be in Megan too. The Meganing. I'm Ollie. I use any pronouns. You can find me on social media at Ollie Fresh. It's fresh with a PH. And my gender this week is Children of the Watch Baptism on the Beach from Old. Um, Damn, a Megan reference and then a Beach from Old? This is no, I know greatest hits. I also was like, God damn, that stupid ass, pointless ass creature <laughs> is so angry that they are on the beach from old. I think it was trying to save them. Like, No, that was my girl like- from um, Jurassic World. She made a cameo <laughs> and was slaying. I was also like, that's her home and they're invading her home and then killing her. Leave her alone. No, I know. I was like, also, I was just like, I got fucking jump scared by Paz Vizsla. Also, I was really, really worried that that little white child was Din Djarin for a second in like a flashback. Oh, no same. No uh, same. I, I, I really like, thought yeah. he was. God, this better not be Din. To, 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 be, to be fair to you all, that that is how a young white Chilean child does look. No, because like, <laughs> he, you looks, know, he looks like nothing nephew. like the younger Din Djarin he, that we've already seen. Oh, wait, we have already seen him. No, yeah. I just I will say I was alarmed by that at first too, but then I also saw Paz and I was like, Jesus, is he like decrepit? How old are they making this guy? <laughs> well, according to according to John Favreau, he could be any age. That was a joke. Guys, media literacy is important. That article did not say that. That was just a misrepresentation of that quote. Bo Katan is not 90 years old. It's okay. We're gonna live, guys. We're gonna live another day. Sorry. I was about to cancel the Din and Paz shippers and be like, he's like age gapped. No, literally. I had that I had that exact same fucking thought. I literally said it out loud, and as soon as I said it out loud, Din showed up in his ship and I was like, oh okay, thank God. Never mind. Also, Not that I'm a Din Paz shipper. No offense if you are. God bless you. You're doing a lot of work. But I was when, like, no, because oh, when Ain is right there, fuck you, actually. That's my take. That's my <laughs> Let's stance. go, Dix Nation. Also, I, I have to say, the helmets, they were looking a little, like, Technicolor, and, like, the helmet didn't even match his little outfit. I was like, what in the... I don't know. I was like, the helmet was not giving. <laughs> Wait, no, because actually, now that you mention that, I know you haven't introduced yourself. Fuck you, Claudia. Um... <laughs> 
Um, we actually only have four hosts yeah. because only four of us have watched Megan. Megan. Exactly. But <laughs> what I was going to say is that has just made me realize your comment in talking about how they have a different variety of colors, yet for some reason Din has this fucking dorky-ass chrome color. He is literally like the like millennial beige parent. No, leave him alone because he's slaying and everybody else looks like they walked out of a I don't know. They, Look at what Grogu not... is wearing quickly. Okay. Also okay, spoken but... like a true millennial, Claudia. No, I'm not defending millennial beige. I think he should dress his fucking child in something other than a potato sack. I'm just saying that like they can be colorful, but can they at least like make it match or something? Like, at least the armor, she's got like a vibe going. She's styled. She's whatever. Everybody else looked like, I don't know. They were very cringe. I'm being such a bitch. I'm sorry. We need to put tiny Jewish girl on the scene immediately. She would make sure that they all looked good. I think, though, it could have been the case again where they just asked, like, you know, fans to come be in the thing. And those were, like, the fans, like, Mando, like, suits. You've now so made it sound like I such a bitch. Yeah, you just disrespected um some person in fucking Rebel Legion's Mando OC Dilbert. Actually, I, I'll say not the I'll other. You're talking about Jake Penny like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the helmet they have for the little kid. Where I was like, they couldn't even like match it to his clothes. Like, it just looked weird. I'm. I feel so mean. Anyway, no, it's okay. It did look low key, kind of goofy because of the proportions goofy. too. It was like I was okay. so worried that she was gonna put it on his head and it was gonna not. Fit. No, no, there were two issues happening there. One, they had the sound of like, oh, like the the airlock is happening. His hair was fully out, girl. What does that mean? That was also what was it locking onto? He was wearing oh. like a t shirt. Exactly. Follow, followed by followed by. I just feel like that's so impractical to give your Mando armor to a fucking prepubescent child. They're going to grow out of that so quickly. Well, his head isn't going to grow anymore. That's the point. Is it? What? I hate to <laughs> break this head? to you. Heads get You're... bigger as you age. Okay, after... Claudia. Okay, after Claudia. No, 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 no. Okay, but he Claudia. said it was not the kid was, the kid was maybe 12. Did Claudia introduce no, herself No, she did not. Yet? I did not, but I do want to talk about I. Timothy Zahn's rough day is going to be updating again. We can't be doing this. Introduce <laughs> oh, wow. yourself. Oh wow! It will be posted on Sunday, March twelfth, twenty twenty three, at nine p.m. EST. Hi, I'm the fifth host of Repelps Pod Race. My name is Claudia. My pronouns are she/her, and you can find me on social media at Kaludia says K A L U D I A says. My gender this week is crocodile hunter Dinjarin. <laughs> Otherwise known as Florida Man Dinjarin. As we so were true. As we were discussing before, I did that little child. I was like, "Is that Dinjarin?" And then I had this whole moment of being like, "Oh my god, is Dinjarin from Florida?" This explains so much. And then it didn't. It ended up not being Din, but that does mean that they are raising these kids in the equivalent of Space Florida, and I think that's really funny. And they're just like Mandalorians. The, the they're, they're wrestling in the in the in the fucking space Everglades. I think that's fucking hilarious. And I, I, I mean, he's not the crocodile hunter because the crocodile hunter would be like, no, don't kill the animal. That's bad. But um, th- this does mean that Dinjarin will be killed by a stingray, a very large one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. So. Purgle. No. I was going to say, Purgle, do have little, like, tentacle, like, things. Like, oh how stingrays got their little, like, tail. Dean Jarin is going to get. Whoa, I just said Dean Jarin. Dean. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. 
Oh, wow. I was gonna say, was gonna say Din Djarin has been killed by the Purgle, and then I... Oh, That's wow. Dean Djarin is what happens when Dean Winchester marries Din Djarin. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I need to look on archive of our own. You don't have to look. I, I know. Don't worry. Wait, I'm just saying Jensen... Yes, Jensen Ackles is, like the right age if he was to play romantic opposite pedro pascal sorry to make it about this again guys i want to talk about the mandalorian yeah but i have something to say <laughs> um <laughs> um you you mentioned this in your gender the idea of this being florida i'm obsessed with that but also i'm obsessed with the in, with that same token that they're they're Floridians who are getting their ass beat by a very large crocodile alligator. No, because I I was like, listen, I get that like the Cray Dragon was the 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 combined effort of the people of Freetown, the Tuscans, and Din. But I was like, they they handled that shit relatively well. I get that it was the element of surprise, but these guys had like bombs and guns and jetpacks. And no, yeah, it and was they, like you guys are elite warriors rocked. of Mandalore, and you're getting your ass beat. No, because at least no, because here's the thing: I think that it's a very useful. I think it's a very interesting thing. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but when Bo-Katan talks about the children of the Watch and how Splinter groups rip them apart, I think obviously she has like guilt about that because she knows that part of that was her fault. Well, at least she perceives it as being her fault, despite the fact that she was like groomed into it and was a very young woman at the time a teenager at the time even but despite that i also think it's very funny it's it's an interesting comparison to death watch and like the children of the watch and how that exists but also death watch they would have had that shit handled i don't like previsla but i know i don't like previsla but i know he would have had that shit on lock he would have been like okay guys i might not be able to beat maul in a fight but I can beat this fuck ugly creature. No, but literally, I also was wondering, I was like, why can they not beat up this one fucking crocodile? <laughs> Drowning and shit? Like, <laughs> like Okay, oh. the part where it like turned over and they all had like their little ropes hooked into it, they all went flying, and I was like, You guys are stupid. Like, this is not how you fight a really big alligator. Like once As again, I get we know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like I get the element of surprise and whatnot, but first of all, I just feel like it was so dangerous doing the, the bap like having this baptism work in the way that it did. I just feel like it was just set up for disaster. And then fucking Din Djarin rolling up in his fucking gentrified ass Nabu starfighter. No, because he fucking put <laughs> he painted his his beautiful Nabu starfighter the most god awful color. I'm telling you, he's a millennial. No, I I, I got angry. Because I was like, oh, it's the beautiful, like, chrome color, whatever. And then he just made it look like some regular-ass fucking speeder shit. I was like, now it looks like a fucking Toyota Camry. Okay, but, like, that's very Dinjar and Corey. It's taking something really awesome. And we're like, it needs to be a Toyota Camry. I'm envisioning a Toyota Camry. Um, I will also say, y'all need to not have baptisms where it's even mildly possible for a really big crocodile to jump out of the water. You should know better. You should know better. Hashtag be better. at least a couple feet away from the shore. This is a water-based animal. It can't walk. Like, it's not going to come get you. Like, 
It's it, a crocodile. Right? It can walk. It did not have... It had legs. It had oh, feet. Fuck. It walked out of the water. It Damn, how come nobody... It was an alligator. No, several Mandalorians did almost get trampled to death by the creature. God, it's kind of like Lenore in that way. No, literally, it did get Lenore. <laughs> Lenore is my my dog. She is a dachshund. Um, it's, I moved across the country a couple months ago, almost encroaching a year. Whoa. And when I saw her last, she was she's chunky, but I saw her over the weekend. Wow. What a round dog. She looks like a mop. <laughs> no, Lenore, like, I'm so sorry. She does. You did not see her. Guys, no, but Judy is just so like that up. too. She's also very moppish right now, and she will trample me when trying to cross the bed if I'm in her way. She does not give a fuck about if I'm lying there. She will just step on me like, fuck you. And that gator also was stepping on those Mandalorians like, fuck you. I know, I love that the Mandalorian- or not the Mandalorian, oh my god. I love that the armor was almost met her, her watery demise. From this this little guy. Anyways, we've been really harping on this this little fucker, and that was about yeah, thirty we, seconds of the episode. So we've been like Wait, armchair I, legislating this, being like, I, I would have taken on the crocodile better. I do. I, I, listen, I like the idea of the rupe helps, or like you know what? And to prove it, we are going on a trip where we are going to take out a giant alligator. Um, you can support us uh, by to send us money to um all of our. Uh, cash apps and PayPal's, and you can pay for our trip to the Everglades, where we'll start wrestling some gators. We don't even have to go that far, dog. Like, if we just all crowdfund and go to Disney World, do you guys remember when that child got eaten at Disney World? No, what the fuck? Yeah, there was a child who got eaten by an alligator crocodile. I really don't know the difference. I'm sorry. It's I an alligator like- if it's in Florida. It's a crocodile if it's in like okay. It was Denial an is a then. river in Egypt. Okay, it was an alligator then. <laughs> oh, I have a, f- a few more things I wanted to say. I'm not s- about the alligator, but about fucking Paz. Because <laughs> I keep thinking about the image Claudia said earlier with the shot where <laughs> when he's flying on his jetpack and it's like POV like on top of his head facing him and then just like Claudia sent a picture of that and if any of you know about the meme with um Megamind from the movie Megamind. Like this <laughs> zoomed in picture of him and there's like no bitches and there's that Paz shot okay. and with the text no bitches on it. <laughs> it's like it, it's a lot like it reminds me so much of Black Adam of that meme that everyone was using of the rock where he's like flying towards the camera. It's a lot like that. I love when we explain memes on this podcast. <laughs> I thought you wanted us to explain memes. Yeah, yeah every 20 minutes, Claudia is like, for our viewers at home, could you explain how drinking water works? And then we I'm have to sort of talk a, through it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Anyways, now that we've discussed, we've dragged the alligator to filth and the Mandalorians. Let's discuss our general views. The Mandalorian is back. Like It's like, not Star Wars is back, because Star Wars been around. But like, the Mandalorian is back. So... Let's think about what are our thoughts? What are our feelings? How are we? What are the vibes? Okay. I just want to say this. I I know we said we're done with the giant alligator conversation, but I have one more thing to add. (laughs) I have to say this. Whilst the Mandalorians were flapping consistently in the cloud square, we, the the large alligator, you know who wouldn't? You know who would take that alligator down so fucking fast? 
Megan. I just wanted to be clear about that. <laughs> you're yeah, so right. You're so true. Once again, she is the true Magdalore. See, I literally, was, I was really anticipating and hoping that you were going to say Axe Wove. So that that <laughs> joke did not hit in the same way that it did. No, me. That's, it's say, really brave of you. Fett. No, it's Megan. Also, Mel, I think I think we have to be aware of the fact that personally, I'm of the belief that Megan and Axe Woves are in the same like rest stop right now. We don't know where. But they're hanging out. <laughs> no, because um, have we seen Axe Woves and Megan in the same room? Okay, now we're talking. Okay, okay, okay. Do you guys know how Tony Stark has that gay little Jarvis in his head in the Fireman Man movies? No. Axe Woves with Megan's AI in his helmet <laughs> being like, wow, you stupid idiot. Where your, your friends left you, you dumb cunt. Like fucking GLaDOS in Portal? <laughs> Megan is the potato. Okay, aged. Okay, decrepit. Oh, wow. Okay, what I was going to try to say is that um, you guys remember the the show that was, that did exist, Book of Boba Fett. So here's my pitch for Woves, a Star Wars story. Um, I think that it starts um, right before, like, Right before the scene in The Mandalorian Season 2, where Boba Fett and Din are like, oh my god, Bo, Casca, can you guys come help us? Where, you know, Axe Wolves is not there. So Axe Wolves gets into the bathroom at that bar. It's locked in. Can't escape. Someone kicks down the door. Hours later, Bo and Casca are gone. It's Megan. She's like, you, you can't, we can't be doing this. And he's like, oh my God, so true. And so it's like a rags to riches story of Megan and Axwell was becoming besties. Um, I have some thoughts about that. I'll have to talk about them later on in the episode vis-a-vis Bo-Katan and her relationship to Axwell's, but we will get there when we get there. Guys, the Purgle were crazy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, okay. They I, really were. Also, can I just say, this was not the vibe of the scene, but did anyone else get sort of reminded of that part in the Prince of Egypt when God parts the Red Sea and they have like the whales in the Absolutely. background? Absolutely, 100%. I got that and also um, Fantasia 2000 with the whales. So true. Um, I, I do have to say, I, like, I, I know that was his little, that was their little, hey, y'all like rebels? We're going to string you along for the next year. And I was like, okay, I'll eat the crumbs. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I can't wait for I can't wait for Din and and Grogu to be in, in imminent peril, and in in their darkest hour, Grogu reaches out and summons the Purgle. Now that he's seen them, it's kind of like how Ezra did it, where he's just like, "I saw you, bitches." So now you and I, we're home dogs. I I will say also it's a bit of like world building because the whole point of the Purgle is that they're like, they're supposed to be like the deer of the hyperspace highways. Like there's too many of them. They're all like the whole thing that Hera says in the Rebels is that like we don't have to care about them living like there's too many of them they get in the way people get in accidents like whatever so like it's literally it's the equivalent of grogu looking out the window on at night and seeing deer on the side of the road <laughs> like um so it's it's mostly just to be like yeah you know they're in the hyperspace lanes to make it normal i guess so that they're not these like magical beings um <laughs> What um, POV would, you have to shoot I a pergo would... with your truck-mounted shotgun? I mean, the, the, the fucking guns on the ships are trunk-mounted <laughs> truck I shotguns. would like to posit that uh, they're more like moose. 
because they're giant <laughs> and will fuck you up if given the opportunity. I think. Are they Canadian? Wait, no, <laughs> they're they're like buffalo. Oh my god, <gasps> they're like big as fucking or like in the road. Step up. Moose are also big as fuck. Have you ever seen a moose? That's true. Fucking That's scary. true. I'm, they can I'm, tear I'm a Prius to shit. <laughs> Dad, watch out, your Prius. I like I like the idea okay, of him. Is that not literally what happened to the Chimera and Rebels though? <laughs> <laughs> Grogu was fucking scared. He saw the purple like shadows and was like, "Hold on!" Crawls back into the cockpit with with Dan, who was passed out. It's just like I'm just gonna sit here. I feel safer over here, Dad. You're asleep, but <laughs> there's some some creatures out there. I just have to say. What is the logistics in the ship for him to be able to like slither down around the dad's seat? And then when he's he's like he's still in the when they land and he's still in the bubble and then somehow he's supposed to get out and get into his little egg. They they never show how he does that. He just appears places and I was like, "Whoa." That's what I was wondering too. I would like to posit that Din has installed colored plastic hamster tubes and that Grogu just sort of like maneuvers through those to get around the ship oh wow oh wow i would i would like to say that in our chat noah has written hamster tube colored hamster tube <laughs> like he's like desperately trying to get this information out he's like please guys it's important that the people know that my theory is hamster tubing so that later when there's an extended sequence in an episode wasting 15 whole minutes explaining that how Grogu gets around, they'll be like, look, Din installed this colored hamster tube. And, and that's how he gets there. Instead of getting the important like Mandalorian lore, we get a fucking entire episode just dedicated to him going to like eight different local pet shops to be like, okay, I need a tube this size. And they're like, okay. That is not a hamster that you are using this for. It's not like a chinchilla. He's like, no. <laughs> Goodbye. Do you guys have oh, a ball that I can put like a like a small? It's it's not quite a chinchilla. It's like a little bit bigger. And then they're like, what is it for? And he points to Grogu, and they're like, no, you need to leave. Oh, okay. Also, I do. I am obsessed with the idea that we're laughing of Din going on a fetch quest, but I am also deeply afraid that he is, is going to be having to go on a fetch quest to get the parts to put IG-88, IG-11, IG-11 back together. I, I am also, I don't know why I kept thinking about the logistics of things. I guess I keep thinking about it too much, but like he used to have like a whole ship that had like, you know, places for food and clothes and, and guns and at least like a year has passed. Like he has to have be living somewhere and like a bathroom and stuff. And now I'm like, he basically lives in a Formula One car that he turned into a Toyota Camry. Like, like there's no bathroom. Like, where does he keep anything? The, the reason we <laughs> haven't seen Din's feet in the Razor Crest is because there's there's just like bottles of piss no! lining the ground. <laughs> Din jar and piss jars? He could sell those. I figured out how Din is making money without bounty hunting anymore. He's just selling mass quantities of piss. Wow. Oh, wow. Anyways, so yeah, um, Din and the, the armor have this really like interesting conversation where she's like, you're not a Mandalorian, you stupid bitch. And he's like, um, if I go swim... In the in um, Mandalore, well, can I still be Mandalorian again? Does she? You, I can't even remember. Does she? Is she like? Oh, okay. Word. Yeah. Or is she just kind of like, like you know, 
he's she literally yes, just says this is the way no 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 like, the whole conversation goes down the, the conversation goes down where like you know she's like um you're not Ma- mandalorian stupid god and he's just like um you said that i would be forgiven if i go to mandalore and uh you know swim do a swimmy swim in the funky fresh little um secret mine water and then but you know uh he's also just like uh you also said that mandalore got turned to glass and is poisoned and you know basically her saying yeah get fucked you're never gonna be forgiven because this planet is destroyed but he's like but i'll go there anyway and i'll prove to you that's fine because i found these jawas that gave me the funky fresh little resin pyramid (laughs) that wasn't sold by you i don't don't know what the logic of that was she because she looked at and she went yeah, I mean, this solidifies the fact that the whole planet was turned to glass. I, I don't yeah, know what proof this what is. she's probably thinking. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And she's just like, okay, bye, you dumb fuck. We'll never see each other again. But he's like, I'll be back. I also loved how when he was talking to the armor and she's like, this is the way. Her tone of voice was like, yeah, man, look, if you want to go waste your time on that, follow your bliss, I guess. Also, not to talk about the the Mandalorian covert again, but what the fuck? You know, when we last saw them in the Book of Boba Fett, um, the Mandalorian season 2.5 episodes, uh, you know, when Din finds the armor and Paz, he's just kind of like, oh, is like this literally all that's left? They're like, yeah, we're the, <laughs> we're the only two left. And now they have this funky, fresh, new little group of people and they're baptizing new kids. Like, where did you get them? Huh? Where did they come <laughs> they started from? Doing, they started doing fucking spaghetti dinners. No. That is a... Well, that was my question. It's not just the kids, it's the adults. I'm like, where, where did they... Where did they fi- where did they find I guess like the implication is like there were other D- Mandalorians like Din who like were out and about and they they had to they had to call them in they had to call in the the satellite desks the s- satellite locations I don't know they had to call them in and be like hey we got to restart from scratch and also I know there's been a lot of discourse Wait. about what no, but I was going to say Din spent all of season 1 looking for other Mandalorians No literally I'm like- so confused Hmm. yeah that's why i'm really confused you're confused i'm confused well no but that's what i'm saying is like yeah so john favreau he said something that got taken out of context where he's like oh it's been like two or three years since we last seen grogu and i think people thought that he meant in the universe when he meant like literally even though it's only been like a year because we saw him in the book of Boba Fett. but um but still clearly some time has passed they've like rebuilt the covert um when he talks about grief karga he's like oh it's my old friend like clearly it's been some time um, yeah, they're also like, wow, like Navarro has clearly seen a lot of upgrades since I last was here. Yeah, so like, clearly it's been some time, but we don't know like how long. I'm very confused. Also, like in the book of Boba Fett, like he was just putzing around doing stuff while he was like, I lost my kid, and now it's, I, I don't know, I don't know. It, it is all very unclear. This. This goes into some not great things, I have to say, but we'll get there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I was curious. I was like, what is happening here? And then, like, we, we had kind of began to mention, Grief Karga's back! Yeah! He's slaying the day away! And I mean, he was using his head. <laughs> no, because Din Djarin getting to, to do fucking quippy one-liners, I was like, you know what? 
fine. You win. You win this time, John. Yeah, maybe maybe there's a time and place for quips, and maybe it was that time. Like, maybe not Marvel. Maybe here, though. Maybe here. I, I have to say, this was going to be my secondary gender, but, like, Grief Cargo with the drip, having two, having two droids just to carry his train around, that is the biggest slay in all of Star Wars, and that includes Padme. Like... Padme had handmaidens, sure, but they, they weren't holding her train, whatever. This man, Xylan Graf could never. Fucking Lando could never. Padme could never. Grief Karga, you are you are my bestie girl. No, so true. It was really giving Princess Diana at her wedding. Like with like the the just the long ass train. I was like, finally, we're getting some some Diana rep in this television show. Is what is Grief Karga if not the people's princess? No, literally, Grief Karga is the pre- people's princess. I'm just saying, I'm not asking for a version of the crown where Diana is just swapped out for Grief Karga and there are no other changes made to the plot, actions, or da- or dialogue, but I would not be upset Spencer about that. With Grief Karga. <laughs> I would love to watch Grief Karga horrifyingly eat pearls out of a soup bowl. You wouldn't want to see Grief Karga eat soup? Grief Karga ASMR? Princess Diana ASMR. Now, that's where she could have made some real money. Okay, how do you think Grief was funding all of this new, all of these new, like, renovations and all of the new community projects on Navarro? He's he's funding them by using, going live on TikTok and doing ASMR. Wait, no, because you're right. I remembered what I was going to say now. Um... <laughs> The funniest moment in the whole episode of, like, what happened to Marshall Dune? (laughs) Like, oh yeah, she got a new job offer from the the New Republic. That's all we're gonna say about it. I'm just, like, disappointing that she is not dead, but haha, I didn't think you guys were gonna mention it at all. I just, the way that they said, like, she got offered a promotion sounded not dissimilar to when it's like, your dog got sent to a farm upstate. Like, there is no promotion. <laughs> there is no field. He was like, there- Din is not going to take this while he's lost so much. I can't, I can't tell him. It, no, Grief fired her for being problematic. He was like, she didn't die. She's just like, she said something transphobic and I don't want Din to hear that. I can't, I'm just going to tell him that she got a new job. <laughs> She transferred to a nicer sector with lots of space to run free. And that's where she is now. There are also no communication towers there, so you can never speak to her again. Yeah, she's actually on Exegol. <laughs> Cara Dune is on Exegol? Not clickbait. She's stuck in the Wawa on Exegol. Finally. With Sheets Palpatine? no okay actually i don't know why i think it's because i'm delusional <laughs> it's just like axel wolves locks cara dune in the bathroom and it's like ah, <laughs> i got out someone had to go in as a sacrifice no because i love that idea that's very powerful that was the se- top secret mission so this is a total side note i do want to talk about boca tan's little as twitter said lesbian sex castle so according to Mando, Mando lore expert Julia from Star Wars English class, so th- she was on a moon, I think, or a planet in the Mandalorian system called Vala, which is the p- 
planet that Satine is from, but Bo-Katan isn't. I guess they didn't grow up together. I didn't know that. Um, something like that. I don't know. They have a large age inference, whatever. And I was like, how is this castle so like well maintained? Like, did she didn't build it? Clearly, it's old or whatever. But I'm like, oh, is that her childhood home? Because that would be kind of sad. Um, but yeah, then no, that's that's like literally what it is. It's like it's like the Cree like, and it looked like um the Cree's Manor, kind of like the, the Ren Manor. Yeah, and it had the what I am assuming to be the Cree's coat of arms, um, which we've never seen before. But I think that that was like on the banners, so it would make sense that this is an ancestral home. Yeah, I think it's like you know, in, like how old like nobility or whatever the fuck used to have like their like town home in like the big city which would probably be like in Sundari and then um that's their their actual estate probably kind of deal I did also realize in that scene it was like oh she's like oh I'm alone I'm whatever and like she just has her droids or whatever but like she had to be like sitting there to receive him so she had to have known he was coming and then be like hold on I need to go arrange myself bitchily and sluttily on this throne so he can walk in because like what does she do sit there all day no she doesn't she 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 set that up and i think that's great yeah she was i feel like Bo is low-key low-key high-key in her depressed unemployment era um she's just like me for real (laughs) i feel like din like like hailed her and was like hey queen i'm pulling up can you like have someone to greet me or whatever and she was like huh uh, okay rolled out of bed had to get her like armor on <laughs> made sure her her wig looked good and then sat down on that chair and was like okay oh my god din i was just casually here you know i was just doing some sudoku or something I just realized they're both in their unemployed era. So he's the one unemployed friend rolling up to the only other unemployed friend being like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, and they're not. Okay. Fulcrum Transmissions just made a joke about this on their last episode. It was literally called unemployed friend on a Friday night. So I think that that's hilarious that we're all in that same headspace. But here's my other question, though, is I don't really know why he rolled up. I guess he was like, can you help me? Like, he didn't have to ask her for permission. Like, I don't know. I guess he was like, maybe if she he was looking for the location. Lo- yeah. He sh- he was looking for the location of the, the mines. And she was like, hey, yeah, so you're going to have to go to Sundari. It's under there, King. Um, it's, it's, under, it's under Sundari where Corky Kreese has been trapped. Yeah, Corky Kreese. Pe- he's, he's stuck in the ponds. Like, Din's going to open the fucking, like, lift up a rock. And Corky's going to be like, oh, thank God I'm saved. <laughs> Oh, I thought he was going to be like a bog mummy. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> that's okay. Do we know that that swamp pirate wasn't Corky? Who's just been, <laughs> who's just been st- stuck in the, he's just been stuck somewhere and a bunch of moss has grown on him. No, because I was obsessed with the pa- the overall pacing of this episode because it felt so weird because like we had the fucking like <laughs> crocodile hunter moment and then Tim's like, dee, 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 dee having adventures, hanging out with my good, my good bitch grief, getting my IG-11 homie, oh no, I'm not, psych, um, fighting some pirates, checking out with my homegirl, Bo-Katan, are, are we really homegirls? I don't know if that's true, co-workers at best, work acquaintances, maybe, anyways, I just felt like there's so much happened in this episode, but also 
not a lot happened. No, literally. It was like, it was like, you know, okay. So this is what I said to Jess. I said it felt like, you know, when you watch an older anime where they were treading water to catch up with the manga and they make like a clip compilation episode that has like, so maybe like small little things in there. Maybe the characters themselves are like narrating it and being fun and they're like playing music and just playing clips from like previous like previous seasons that's what this felt kind like. Of like a like hey do you remember when this happened yeah. and like that's what's happening just because they they're like we need to like i, won't, I don't want to call it a filler episode because it really wasn't because no. it's setting up all this stuff it and wasn't it is filler. kind of setting it... up for like yeah because it's not filler but it just well, like felt like one of those episodes where they're like here you go here's all well, the stuff we're setting up for again in a more like compacted a... format it had to be it was the what you missed on glee yeah that was the well, episode the, but that was my thing it was like a filler episode is one where it's just like we're simply vibing for like character development and just to have fun but like this was not a beach episode this i mean they were on a beach at one point <laughs> <laughs> but like this was like this was like a re- this was also probably why i didn't love it and i think not to okay i'm entering my hater era i'm entering my hater aid era I don't and I, like there were like obviously there were moments that I loved like we got space whales we got fucking Babu Frick we got we got a lot of fun times we got grief cargo with the drip we got you know Boca Tan sitting like a slut um I don't know what it is about people with on the Mandalorian throne sitting like a slut but I feel like they they just have to um there are a lot of good things but it definitely felt like the first Din Djarin episode of the Book of Boba Fett that was a better season three premiere than this was. <laughs> Because that one came out with a bang. It had the vibes of the Mandalorian. It was very whatever. It was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like it, 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 it was, it was kicking the whole time. We were all like, okay, but what about Boba? Like that. So it was fucking ruined for us. But like that was so good. And then we got here, and it was like elevator music playing. It was very. I was like, okay. And it's and I get like and I I had to remember that like the whole conversation that he has first about like hey you're an apostate and you have to bathe in the waters of Mandalore he has already had that conversation with the armor first when they were like with him her and Paz whatever in the book of Boba Fett episode I forgot so I was like oh I thought they did this in the Mandalorian already they didn't they literally just rehashed the whole thing for the people who don't watch the book of Boba Fett and like we've already talked at length on this podcast about how the whole decision that they made to make all of these separate shows was fucking stupid. Um, but it really solidified for me in this episode because I was like, listen, if you had longer, ep- if you had longer seasons, fine. I don't care. But if th- this is eight episode seasons, you don't have time for not even a filler, a recap episode. Like, just do a little 10 minute recap at the beginning and then let's get fucking to it. Like, it's been two years and you're going to be like, hey, here's a thing we're going to go do. Here's the thing we're going to do. It's like, cool eventually like I, and i'm i am never one of those people who's like oh you know get to plot where's the plot Ugh. like i'm never one of those people i'm totally fine with fucking vibing in place but this episode it felt unnecessary especially when i saw like what it could have been which was that episode in the book of Boba Fett. so and that's no hate to rick who directed this episode because the directing was hilarious i will say that one of the one of the best parts of this episode was like the camp the puppets the like whatever i was like the vibes of that were great it felt very old school star wars love that again it is the writing um which is not usually a thing i have to say about the mandalorian so <laughs> anyways yeah. that's just me being a hater 
I I feel like that's like not really being a hater though. Like I, I feel like it's a solid critique of like the decision of how they made to structure stuff. Like I one of my coworkers was talking about like watching this and she was like, okay, well I can't watch it because I heard you have to watch the book of Boba Fett first. And I was like, uh, not really, but also kind of. Um, I don't know. It was a weird decision, and I do feel like a lot of this episode was like a weird volume of setup but for what it's worth it wasn't unfun setup like i like the characters that are in the show enough that watching them do random bullshit it did not bother me all that much um that said Andor ruined every star wars show for me forever because i was like oh my god when will my spy thriller be back <laughs> It was like it was like when will Mon Mothma come on screen and deliver some quiet British dialogue about her funds? Like I don't know. I just I feel like there's a lot of really good stuff here, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff to explore with these characters specifically. I hope that they sort of I guess like commit to the bit basically and just like go full ham on what they on the story that they want to tell because the trailer is like we have shit to talk about. And then this episode was like, there is a big crocodile and only Megan can stop it. And she and Axe Wolves are nowhere to be found. The dynamic duo is absent. What will we do without them? Like, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm cautiously excited for the rest of the season. And I feel like I can't judge it based on this episode, but I still had fun watching it. I, I mean, like, yeah, there's a lot of setup. In this episode. But yeah, for I feel like it was mainly for the people who did not watch the Book of Boba Fett. Because like if you didn't watch the Book of Boba Fett, well one, there it's still the confusing thing of like how did you get the baby back? Why is he here? Again? They didn't explain that part. They did not of explain all the that. things they didn't explain. Um, they didn't explain that. <laughs> I had felt like they kind of talked about that in that scene with grief where Grogu is like spinning around in the chair. He kind of talked about that, and not in a, the a meaningful way. Me. Yeah, not yeah. in a meaningful way. But if I was yeah. a, an only Gogurt fan watching this, I would be like, "Wait, huh?" I would still be confused. I'm like, what? "Huh?" Yeah, like- <laughs> I mean, my older sister was confused because she did not remember stuff that happened. She watched the Book of Boba Fett with me and the Mandalorian before when they were coming out, and she's like, "Wait, when did this happen?" But uh, yeah, so. I'll give the episode a pass for like that of how it felt like there was like a lot of setup crammed into like this one episode. But yeah, I do think it's for the people who have no idea what the fuck happened in the book of Boba Fett. And you can't, you get some vibes from it in the little recap in the beginning of the episode where it's like last time on the Mandalorian, (laughs) which thank you. Cause the book of Boba Fett was not, (laughs) the Mandalorian, but is technically the Mandalorian. <sighs> when Noah said, like, oh, Andor ruined me, I wouldn't even say Andor ruined me. Like, the Mandalorian itself was really good before this, so, like, compared, I think for me, it was, like, compared to the rest of the Mandalorian, it was disappointing, because we were all saying, like, it wasn't bad. I had a fun time, but also the Mandalorian is a quite, has been a quite good show so far, so then to have a, like, kind of mid-episode was, like, uh-oh. Okay, like the bar was almost too high. And then I had to remember that this is Star Wars. And sometimes you do got to lower the bar. Like the bar was set a little too high, even for just the Mandalorian. Take out Andor, take out, you know, the besties, your rebels, your your Clone Wars, your whatever. The bar was set a little too high. Um, I do have to remember that sometimes Star Wars is bad. 
Um, I did and this wasn't bad. It was just like set up too high. I came into this being like, "Here's another Star War," and so I did enjoy the episode. If I don't think about any other things that happened in the past, yeah. If you start making me think about other, other things, then I start to be like, hmm. But I'm just gonna tune that out and focus on what's happening here and now, so that I don't feel bad emotions. So true. So, um, something I wanted to say. I really liked the episode. Um, I liked that it kind of was fast paced. Like, I liked that it was like, okay, we got through it. We got through it. We know what we're doing. We're setting up this season. We only have eight episodes. We're not beating around the bush. Here's all your important players. Here's the plot that's happening. Wish maybe there were a couple more episodes because I just think that eight episodes is not enough in general. Um, Streaming, I fear, has fundamentally affected television and storytelling. But that's a conversation for another day. But I do feel like a lot of the conversations, albeit short, gave a lot of context, not just for people who haven't maybe haven't watched Book of Boba Fett, but also for people who may not have watched Rebels or may not have watched the Clone Wars. Because it really like when we met Bo Katan, when we go to visit her, um, I'm touched on it a little earlier. Bo Katan telling Din, like the children of the watch are a part of splinter groups that tore Mandalore apart. That little piece of dialogue gave so much context for something that we did not see in the Mandalorian that we haven't really touched on in the Mandalorian that's been alluded to that like we as fans who've seen everything and know everything about Mandalore we knew that but I didn't really think a lot about how random people who are just now watching don't have that context so I really liked that I really liked I could go off about all the stuff with Bo-Katan but I just really loved her being like I'm mad because of so many reasons but also Fuck the bitches who were like, why does Bo-Katan need the Darksaber? Why doesn't she just blah, blah, blah? She did need it because all the bitches left her because they were unfaithful. Like, I think that her being like, yeah, there are actually consequences. It's not just me being vain. It's not just me trying to be like, I want to be in charge. I have a movement built up to take back Mandalore. And if we don't do it now with the perfect conditions, if the policy streams do not align a la John Kingdon, then if this is not happening. Like, we need to make this happen now. So I really, really liked seeing it was like, actually, to everyone who said Bo-Katan was going to be a villain, she was actually being very reasonable. Also, like, that entire scene was so well acted and performed. Like, you really got, like, this disappointment that she had with both herself and with, like, her comrades that have totally ditched her. I don't know. Like, I've I've enjoyed Bo-Katan for a long time. I would like to probably say I've never been a Bo-Katan hater. Many of you cannot say the same. Um, but... I don't know. I really liked that entire sequence of her with Din because I was like, she just, there was so much complexity in like five lines of dialogue. And I really did like that. I feel like that was my favorite part of the episode because of that, like, because that was given us, it was given us something new. Like, it, even, the, even for those of us who know all the shit, like, oh, this is her perspective now. I will say the only piece of perspective that they didn't give for those who don't know all the lore was that she was a part of one of those splinter groups. Like you wouldn't know how she is insulting herself basically, or, or feeling guilt herself, whatever. And I don't know if like that will be revealed later and some sad way. I know people in the trailers have seen like there are shots of Mandalore itself with the domes with grass and how that probably is in the past. So maybe there'll be stuff in the past, whatever. And like, maybe that that'll be a cool reveal for the people who like don't know. Um, but that that was why it was one of my favorite parts of the 
episode i mean she was slaying um and also just like seeing her to like i i was never bo katan i never hated her but i also never like i mean i hated her when she was a part of death watch but like i never hated her but then like i never also like stand her or whatever but now she's just really interesting and i also like that they're like oh okay we're giving a woman some time to shine nice wish we'd done that with finnick anyway <laughs> um <laughs> um i hope she shows up never mind um but i just thought that i just don't think that was neat i do kind of wish that she was coming on the little field trip to Mandalore, just because I think her and Din being like shitty co-workers would be funny. I feel like we are gonna get that. I feel like at some point something is going to happen. Some bullshit is going to come afoot where they are confronted with the the fact that they're gonna have to for some reason work together. Okay. I just had a thought about what could bring them together. What if Din goes to Mandalore to be like, I'm gonna bathe in these caves, whatever. He goes there and he's like now wait a fucking minute i went into the city and i went like underground and the empire the remnants of the empire are here fucking mining Ooh, like underneath the surface of mandalore at the heart of mandalore that'd be interesting. wait <laughs> i just got oh. that is a good theory and then cause... he's like and then he's like oh my god bo -Katan. This he's like Bogotan. We need to get all the Mandalorians so we can actually take back our homeworld because now there's an enemy there for us to all unite against. This is how Ray Sloan in live action can still win. Shut the fuck up, don't win. <laughs> don't tell me POV. You and all the homies are haters together, and it, that's what brings you all together. Is being no, haters. exactly. <laughs> that's not what Wait. brought us together. <laughs> so true so real okay also followed by but do y'all remember that star wars explained um video that was like thrawn has taken over mandalore please don't remind me thrawn is under is in okay. the caves thrawn is in the caves i'm a little That's worried that might Ezra actually are. be the case I now know, like i said I know, that as a I joke know. but now i'm like i'm thinking about it i'm a little worried that thrawn is gonna be in the caves thrawn in the caves thraves 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 <laughs> Is Ezra Thrawn and too? Eli are living in the caves. <laughs> Eli is not there. Eli, Eli is you can live in a cave. He says you can live in a cave. I'm not doing that. I have 18 daughters to take care of. Yeah. Nah -uh. Feel free to pay child support whenever, Thrawn. Anyways. Whoa, Thrawn dipping on his child support. <laughs> that feels like something he would do. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, it's there's a reason. It's for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Greater good. We can't. Okay. Anyways, um, does anyone have any other final thoughts? I have one thing I would like to talk about, but I think this is a great way to cap off this episode, even though it's not where the episode ended. But I just need to talk about it. I really enjoyed that this episode really leaned into um Star Warsness of it all. They had all those funky little guys and people of different species all fucking around and finding out, and I loved that. We really did, we really brushed over what was maybe one of my favorite scenes in The Mandalorian to date, which was Grogu <laughs> hugging that Anzellan and him being called, what was it, Bad Baby? Love that. They said you guys like practical effects? We'll give you puppets hugging puppets. We'll give you creature makeup. We'll give you the Grinch. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I fucking like Star Wars. No, I said it on Twitter earlier today, but that Swamp Boy 
whatever the fuck the pirate guy first of all i really thought honda was gonna show up for a second there and then i was like okay it wouldn't make sense after rebels for him to be like actually i'm back to my pirate life um anyway but that i have suddenly faith in that live action zeb is gonna look good has been fucking restored i'm like he is gonna be slaying he is going to be i fucking know it because listen if they choose to go with a more practical effects kind of vibe he had the same bone structure as that swamp guy. He has that same little pushed up pug looking ass nose, the big wide mouth, the silly little offset, again, creature looking eyes. It's the same. They're, it's like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, what if that was is going to look good. What if that's just a Lasat that got like swampified? <laughs> <laughs> he got he just moss growing on him. Yeah. He was waiting for someone to come pick him up on Lasan, and then he was like, oh, fuck the Empire. I'm just gonna hang out in this swamp for a little while. No. Then the Empire gets defeated. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay, I was also thinking, um, you know, I forgot what they're called. Give me one second. Give me a second. What if he is a Lasat, but he's just, like, wearing, like, one of those hunting tarps, like, where it looks like you're, like, in, like, <laughs> lost or whatever. Like a morph oh, suit or whatever yeah. Like called. a morph suit. There we go. That's what it's called. I was, I was, I looked up, I looked up Hunter Tarp They Hide In. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a morph suit. I know. That's, I, I, that was me not knowing, having a grasp over the English language. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would love that. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic. This is a show within a show <laughs> where I have scoured the internet for um just some interesting fan casts for Star Wars characters. Basically, I'm going to tell my hosts about an actor that um has been fancasted for a role in Star Wars, and they have to guess what character. Sometimes I do it the other way around. Um, but for for the sake of brevity, we're just gonna say I'm gonna say an actor. They have to guess the Star Wars character. Are you all ready? Let's do yes. it. Okay, so these fan casts were submitted by a listener. Um, I don't know if the listener. I would have needed to email them to ask for their consent of like, hey, can I use your name? So I'm just gonna say a listener. Um, you know who you are. You know what you did. Um. They they sent me this fan cast and this is for one character. Um and it is Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce um famous for his role in Memento. Um <laughs> he also um I don't know, he's been in a couple other things. He's just like a white guy. Is the I thing. don't know I don't know why my first instinct was to say Elzar Man, only because I think Elzar Man in a memento-esque situation <laughs> would be really funny. He was the he was the guy in Iron Man 3. He was yes, the no, fucked up guy that's... in Iron Man 3. Oh my god, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking of I was thinking of Winter Soldier and I was like, no. That's that Robert Redford. That's Robert Redford. His character's name was Alexander Pierce. What? I wow. looked at this guy and I looked at him and my brain said Creighton's son. <laughs> I wish he was Crichton's son. No. I don't know. I don't know if I do. I don't think that's right. I don't I don't know if he has as much of a gay vibe as you need. Mm, that's fair. So is this a character who's been in live action? Yes. Okay, so this is a recast. Yes. Okay, let's think of what character has what actor has done something problematic to result in them being recast with <laughs> Guy Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> oh, wait, is it Obi-Wan wait. Kenobi? <laughs> no. 
Has this character been animated before too, though? Um, or just live action? So, I don't think that they have been animated. However, someone akin to them has been animated. Is it Krennic? It is not <laughs> one... <laughs> Why? Uh, no, that makes sense. I see Krennic. your logic... Because Tarkin has been animated, and he's akin to Krennic in a lot of ways. Well, I and I was logic. like, he kind of looks like a bargain bin Ben Mendelsohn, so I was like, I can kind of oh, see God. how you would get there. Damn. Don't say that Damn. about Ben. Is this a human? Yes. Okay, so that eliminates one of my bigger hints. Are Here, they uh, in the prequels? They are in the prequels. They're in one of the prequels. Wat Tambor. No. What Tambor? Well, that's not a humor. <laughs> not a human. Shit. A human who is in one of the prequels. Yes. They an em- well, they're not an Empire character. Qui-Gon Jinn. Is it Qui-Gon Jinn? It is not Qui-Gon Jinn. That would be Qui-Gon hilarious. Qui-Gon Jinn has been animated. I would also, though I would love a Qui-Gon film starring Guy Pierce. <laughs> Where it's like Memento. Oh, wow. Memento starring things- Qui-Gon Jinn? Wait. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> He's, okay, Guy Pierce has done things other than Memento. I guys. know, I know, but I just think about that, the scene in Memento where he's like, on the fucking hotel bed. That's like half the movie, but he's like, uh, what is happening? Wait, I'm having a flashback. <laughs> Wait, so is this person in the original trilogy? No. They're only in one prequel movie. That being said, they do have a descendant in the original. Is it Klee Lars? It is not Klee Lars. Damn it. A descendant <laughs> in the original trilogy? Yes. Is it a character from Descendants 2? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> is it is it um um Is it um, a man? Bale yes. Antilles? It is not Bale Antilles. <laughs> Fuck, that was my <laughs> I don't think he's in or in is it um what's a, des- a descendant? Hmm. Fuck. Um, Who's a Nepo baby in the original trilogy? Wait, oh fuck, it's a human. Fuck. <laughs> Mon Mothma as a drag king. No, that's really <laughs> beating our ass. Can you give us a hint? I feel like we're not. Yeah. Um. So there was a TV show about this descendant. Cassie and Andor. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marva was in the Wait, prequels. Like what? Django Fett. Is it yes, Django it is Django Fett. What the fuck? That's hateful. Oh, Are you serious? Yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait, wait. Away from... wait. No. The thing that's important, though, is that in the same fan cast, because it's like like a list of like who I'm going to recast for this role, etc., etc. There is a role that is all of the clones. Um, and like, the guy who played Billy from Stranger Things is all of the clones. Oh, wow. What, what? Fuck? That doesn't make any sense. The Aryanification of Django Fett and his lineage. You know what? Our no, prison's wow. obsolete. Not yet. Not until this person <laughs> gets in there. The, anim- the animators of the Bad Badge called. They no, literally. <laughs> okay, this one's funny. Tilda Swinton. Tech. Not less- not tech. <laughs> no! Okay, now she could play tech. Not tech. She plays the better tech. I'm not human. Ventress. Not Ventress. Okay, Tilda Horror Swinton. Sing. Yes! <laughs> Stop. No, you can't be fucking serious right now. You said not human and... No. Tilda oh, Swinton wow. has... <laughs> this would be her second role being an asshole to children. No, literally. <laughs> 
It's oh, just wow. going to be Boba Fett Turkish delight. No, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm now just picturing Tilda Swinton with Aura Singh's hateful hair. That's incredible. And her, and her long, her little, long like, fingers. She's been hurt bald before. She's like a fucking eye eye. <laughs> her little antenna poking out, and she's just like, oh yeah, Boba Fett, you should tell me where your family is. I'll God. give you Turkish delights. Do y'all think Aura Singh is a fem cell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? No, like clearly fucking Hondo. Oh, that's true. I feel like it's more like Hondo's like, I'm letting you fuck me. <laughs> oh wow. It's like Hondo getting pegged by Aura Singh. This guy. Yeah. Sympathy fuck from Hondo. <laughs> no, that's how you know it's fucking dire if Hondo's like, oh wow. <laughs> you need this. Okay. Huh. I can't remember if I've done I had to have. I've had to have done this one, but just in case I haven't, this is a series of actors being all fan cats for this one role. <laughs> Simon Pegg, Nathan Fillion, Matt LeBlanc from Friends, Paul Rudd. I feel like we have done this one, but I can't for the life of me remember who it is. Is Zeb? it Peck? It is not Tech and not Zeb. Is it Gobi? It is not Gobi. Okay, like second question. Is it human? Is it Yes, human. Oh, I was going to ask if it was Jar Jar's shitty whale father, but I no. guess not. George, George R. Banks? No. It's George, not George R. Banks. Okay, so it, they're, they're human, yes? Yes. Is Tilda Swinton a character in Star Wars that they could play? <laughs> I would love if Tilda Swinton played this character as well. We can add her to the list as my own fan cast for this character. <laughs> Is this... I just the crossover. Is it a Mandalorian? It's a character from the Mandalorian, not a Mandalorian. Uh, is it Axe Wolves? It is not Axe Wolves. Fuck. He's a Mandalorian. It- Did you forget that he's a Mandalorian? <laughs> yeah. Ollie? What? No. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I feel like I just got so distracted because I feel like Nathan Fillion's head is so perfectly shaped for a Mandalorian helmet. <laughs> oh wow. Green <laughs> like, not grief carga. That would be so dark. <laughs> that would be no, that's, so no, that's that's queef carga. <laughs> oh, no, Meg's um, Mayfield. Um, yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, Paul Rudd is Meg's. Stop. Meg's Stop. No. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Meg's needs to be like someone you'd unfortunately happen upon inside a Dunkin' Donuts, not someone you'd be like thrilled <laughs> to find at a coffee. I shop. know. Like if they found. Migs and he was played by Paul Rudd. They'd be like, all of his awfulness just... would just be canceled out. I would be like, wow, he's so naturally charming and wonderful. Wait, yeah. wait, I have one more. Actually, I'm so sorry. I, I, because I think we have done this one. It's so easy. It's so small. Natalie Portman, not Padme, not Padme. Is this Sabe? It's not Sabe. Is it Leia? No, it's not Leia. Is, is it, it a non-human character? It is a human character. Is it tech? Is it not tech? Is it in the prequels? No. Ray Skywalker. No. Phasma. <laughs> no. Jin Urso. No. Orson okay. Krennic. Running <laughs> out, out of white, brown-haired no. women. Avar Chris. <laughs> Not Avar Chris. Also, perhaps she's not brown haired. I thought you were going to say perhaps she's not white. And I was like, oh no. Oh, no. Cara, Cara Dune. Brown haired. 
Not um, Cara Dune. Okay, so I like where your head is on. Pelimoto. No. <laughs> who's, the, who's the woman from Andor who's not Deirdre Bo Beardra from everything we're all at once? Vix? No, the blonde lady who has issues. Dedra? Yeah, that one. No. Oh. I was going to say Mon Mothma for a second. <laughs> Mon Mothma um, does not have issues. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess you can't spell MILF without I for issues. That's fine. It's not Mom Vel, issues right? like fuck. <laughs> Fair enough. It is not Vel. Who did you say, Jess? Baru. It is not Baru White Sun. That would be fucking hilarious. Holy shit. Okay. Is this a character that's like related <laughs> to the Skywalker lineage at all? No, not at all. Okay. Um, is it Enfys Nest? No, it is not Enfys <laughs> Nest. No. Um, this is why I will say, if I had, she of course appears in like a piece of the Skywalker saga, visual canon. She is perhaps adjacent in certain, depending on who you ask. Kira. Not Price, not Kira. Darn, Natalie is a Ritter Price would give. Whoa, Haldo? No. Fuck. Wait, guys, do you know that post from Natalie Portman updates that's like, I feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel right now. Okay, no, um, I just want to pause it, that picture, but it's a random price. I will, say, I will say, this character has a lot of discourse surrounding her. Omega? No. Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan. Oh, no. 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 I was just obsessed. I was like, that was such an interesting choice. So true. Wow. Just recast Natalie Portman as Bo-Katan. Oh wow! Anyways, that was fantastic. Thank you for playing. That was incredible. I Thank feel great. You. So, welcome to everybody's favorite segment, Name That Ship, wherein we take fan fictions that we either find or were submitted to us, and our hosts have to guess the ship. Um, obviously, this is all in good fun. We love the medium of fan fiction, so please do not like seek these people out and be horrible, um, because this is ultimately like a celebration of something that we love. That said, this was actually sent to me by... Oh, they didn't actually put a name in. That's really wonderful. This is a very simple thing. It's just character A slash character B. The tags are... The characters are character A and character B. The tags are alternate universe canon divergence, mutual pining, alien biology, and romance. So it's the ship that's like really what what takes it over the top. In my opinion, yes, yeah. So I, I'm assuming with alien biology, this means they're not human characters. Correct. Neither of them are human. Are they? Okay. Are they from the prequel trilogy? Not exactly. One of them did appear in the prequel trilogy, but that's not, I think, what he's most known for. Is one of them from Clone Wars? Yes, actually, they Is both of- are. Okay. Are they best known for Clone Wars? Yeah. Is one of them Champs and Dula? No. Fuck. Was Champs and Dula in the prequel trilogy? No, but one of them. Only one of them okay. was in the prequel trilogy. Um, Kit Fisto. Yes, one of them is Kit Fisto. <laughs> is it Plo Koon? No. That would have been Slay. If y'all are... Okay, guys. If y'all... Just real quick PSA. If y'all aren't writing any Plo Koon, Kit Fisto, you can DM me. My DMs are open. <laughs> Maul. No, not Maul. Savage? Yes, this is a Savage <laughs> and Kipisto marriage story. 
Oh, okay. marriage, story? marriage story. Marriage, yeah, they're married. Oh, I thought you oh, meant like you marriage meant... story, like. Oh my god! <laughs> I wake up Can and I you hope imagine? Wait, no. Someone <laughs> needs to write that. If you're listening and thinking to yourself, I would love to see Kit Fisto and or Savage Press played by Adam Driver opposite Scarlett Johansson. Please write this <laughs> fan fiction immediately. I would love to see Scarlett Johansson play another non-white coded character in Kit Fisto. Wouldn't that be great? She could play Kit Fisto. Remember when she went on Twitter and she was like, I could act as a tree if I wanted to. I'll never yeah. forget you. When Scarlett Johansson met Hatsune Miku in a commercial and she's like, That's hey, my Miku, favorite Scarlett. thing in my Why would you entire- remind I think me of about this? that all the time. Claudia, you don't wake up thinking about that and then brings a smile to your face. She goes, hey, Miku, always be true to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I will fucking quote that all the time out of context. Just like, hey, Miku, it's Scarlet. So the fanfiction I am going to be bringing is, um, it is entitled Anoint the Wound. I found this in the most interesting way possible. I'm going to read the tags and I'm going to read one of the characters' names. Not in the ship, but just like, just so you know, this is how I found the fanfiction was through this character's tag. All right. So, Anoint the Wound by SPQR. Additional tags. Alternate universe. Blank lives. Post. Blank. Sharing a bed. What you must understand about me is that I love Babu Frick. Disabled character. Okay. I like that Babu Frick is there. Is that it? That's it. (laughs) And is this, like, sequels? No. Is Din Djarin one of them? Din Djarin is not one of them. Is this a Mandalorian st- era? Um, no, it is not a Mandalorian era story. Hmm. It's not take place in the Mandoverse? This does not take place in the Mandoverse. Okay, interesting. Is this Star Wars Rebels? No, it is not Star Wars Rebels. Is it the prequel era? It is not the prequel era. Is it Star Wars Resistance? It is not Star Wars Resistance. I would love for it to be Star Wars Resistance. What the, hmm, what the, what the fuck is I'm this? Confused. Um, is it guys? We've had way harder than this. Come on, is it the original trilogy? Um, around that time. Is it solo? It is not solo. So it's around the time of the original trilogy. What Rogue else is going one? on during the original trilogy? It is close to Rogue One. Is it Andor? It is Andor. Okay. Interesting. So this is an okay. Andor fic that also contains Babu Frick. Yes, yes, it is. Is this is this is Velsartha there? Velsartha, she's there, but she's not in the ship. Is it Cassian and Melshi? It is Cassian Andor. It is not Melshi. Uh, Fuck. Is it is it Kino? It is not Kino. Is well, it Cyril? It is not Cyril. <sighs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know. I know. Cyril wants him carnally and just doesn't know how to. Say oh, absolutely. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of who's left. Is this another character from Andor? Yes. It's not Luthen, right? It is not Luthen. Is okay, it a man? Good. It is a man. Okay. Tamarin. It is not Tamarin. Oh my is god. Is it one of the Aldani besties? Yes. Is it Gorn? No. Oh, is it, wait. Is, his name like- is it Nemec? It is Nemec. <laughs> oh, shit. So, okay. so, this, so this, is a, this is a fan fiction where Nemec does live and it's Cassian okay. and him being in love or whatever, but also Babu Frick is there. And so imagine my surprise as today I was going through the Babu Frick tag because I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I brought a tag, a fic with Babu Frick in it? Like it just or Babu Fick, if you will. A Babu Fick. And I stumbled upon this and I was like, wow, 
first of all, it looks like it's like kind of slay. Just it's like 7,000 words. I just was like, oh my God, Babu, why are you here? So I have prepared. Well, I didn't prepare it. Someone sent this to me. This was sent to me by the patron saint of Healy's at underscore Roverbot underscore on Twitter. And it is a crossover fanfic. So you guys are going to guess the ship, but also the crossover. Oh, I can't wait. So um, there's not a lot of tags in this. It is, you know, character A slash character B, Anakin Skywalker, and then some characters from the thing that it's crossing over with. Um, Okay, so Anakin is there, but he's not in the ship, right? Yeah, he's just there. (laughs) Okay, perfect. That's exactly where he should be. (laughs) Um, And then this is a a blank AU, you know, blank as in the crossover. Um, Why? Why did I write a blank AU? The plot of this thing, but in space, um, meet cute, communication failure, undercover, poor communication kills, um, character B is too good and pure for this sinful galaxy, and look, I lost control of my life a long time ago. This was inevitable. Okay, is that it? Yeah. Interesting. Why was my first instinct psych? No, it's not psych. That, no, would, that be... would be very slay. Okay. That would be hilarious. So, is the crossover material a TV show? Is it a book? Is it a movie? It's a movie. Okay. I will also ask, are these is this like the plot of this thing is happening to Star Wars characters or are them is it like these characters are in Star Wars? I think from my understanding it's the plot of this thing is happening to the Star Wars okay. characters. Okay. Okay. That is really helpful to know. So, um, let's. I'm also gonna try. Is this like a crazy ship, or is this just like a? Why are they in this situation? Um, it's not a crazy ship. It's yeah. It's more like why are they in this? Okay. Is one of them Obi Wan? No. Oh. Interesting. Is Rex um, one of them? No. Is it Shrek? Okay. Shrek? No. Shrek in space. Shrace. I'd be down for that. Wait, well, Shreks, but it's like R-E-X. Like S-H-R. Like, wait, okay, is wait. the crossover thing, is, is, is it a movie? Is it animated? We are. It's a movie. It's movie, and it's animated. It's, it's an animated film. movie. Okay. Is it up? Is it Disney? Yeah. Is it Inside Out? No. Is it Pixar? What? Inside Out? <laughs> it's not Pixar. So it's Disney animation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Kanto? No. Okay, I love Little the Mermaid. idea of Star Wars no. characters in an Encanto. Can we? <laughs> I want to figure out who this ship is first. Okay, is it two men? No. It's okay. Is, is it, it a straight couple? No. Yes. Okay. Is it two women? It's two women. All right. Oh, love. Padme. Princess film. Whoa. Okay, it's not Padme. It's not a Disney princess film. Are these? Is it Ahsoka? It is Ahsoka. Okay. Ahsoka's is the other character? Is the other character also a Star Wars character, or are they from the crossover? Yes, they're a Star Wars character. Same is era? It is Barriss Offie. Okay, okay, so this is Ahsoka okay. and Barriss. Okay, okay. So now it's you not just a have Disney... to figure out the crossover. Is the movie a musical? Yes. Oh, The Little Mermaid. It's... No, it's no, not, it's the not a Disney princess film. It's Disney animation, but it's not a Disney princess film, and it's a musical. That's, is this that's from the Disney Renaissance of... era, or... 
Atlantic? No, that's not a musical. No. Wait, when is the Renaissance area exactly? It's like going to be like Tarzan, Atlantis. Oh, no. Renaissance is before that. Sorry. Would you describe this as like a classic Disney movie or is it more Uh, recent? Yeah, it's a classic. But it's not. But it's it's not a princess movie, correct? This is not a princess movie? Yeah, it's not a princess movie. Fox and the Hound? No, but you're getting warmer. (laughs) It's going to be a musical. Oh, Oh. wait. Wait. Bambi. Um, No. No, it has to be. It's not. No, it is a musical. Yes. Oliver Um, and Company. No. That's okay. I don't know how the fuck they would be in an Oliver and Company (laughs) Barisoka AU. Are they animals? Yes. Wait. Oh shit! Is it? Is it? Um. Is it a? Um. Um. um Lady in the Tramp. Cats? It is the Aristocats. Oh <laughs> my god! Also, the other characters from the- who the fuck are the three babies? I need to know. <laughs> the characters are, you know, Barris Afia, Sokotano, Anakin Skywalker, Amelia, Wait, and Abigail Gavel. I don't who is know who? who they are. Wait, Wait, Jess, who was? Who were the last characters? Amelia and Abigail Gavel and Scat the, the Cat. <laughs> so Scat is there. Amelia also, and Abigail the are his... the are the geese. I know, but also the fact that his name is Scat. I never thought yeah, of his name is Scat. So wait, is 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 Ahsoka or Barris Thomas O'Malley the alley? I let me read the summary. Um, <laughs> shipwrecked and stranded on a remote agricultural planet, Barris Offy doesn't dare reveal her identity as a Jedi for fear of. I think. Is she? <laughs> Ahsoka is. It sounds like Ahsoka is. Is Thomas? Is Tom? <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up! Yeah. What the fuck? Um, Bears Offy doesn't dare reveal her identity as a Jedi for fear of drawing on unwanted attention that might endanger the younglings in her care. Enter the charming, compassionate young spacer Ashla, who drops every everything to take the group under her protection and asks for nothing in return as Barris grows more and more unhappy with the necessity of lying to a young woman who's been nothing but honest with them. Oh wait, maybe Ahsoka is not Tom. I mean, she has to be based on that. that because then like- it says meanwhile Ahsoka Tano and her Jedi and her master are on an undercover mission. She really wishes she could tell the scared young mother she's, oh wait, I'm confused. I should she, read So it this. sounds like Ahsoka, Ahsoka is undercover as Ashla, and Barris is pretending not to be a Jedi, but they're both still Jedi. That's what it sounds <laughs> what like the, to me. One of the babies, the, you know, one of the younglings that's with her is Caleb. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, scanning oh through this fic now and said Caleb Doom. What about that's Cal? Kind of, uh, Caleb and Cal, so true. The little oh, cats kind of... from the Aristocats. <laughs> Loki obsessed. Yeah, I They're... saw that, and I do love the Aristocats. So I like when I saw this was submitted to me. I was just like, "Holy shit!" Wait. So thank you so much for joining us this week for RuPaul's Pod Race. Episodes drop every Sunday. For updates, Star Wars news, and more curse shit, follow us on social media at RuPaul's Pod Race. Want to ask a question? Send us a question to our TikTok Q&A, Tumblr Ask Box, or email us at rupalpspodrace at gmail.com. If you really love the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or Overcast, and tell a friend who might be interested. It really helps. And remember, may the force be with you, and don't criff it up. Waka waka. Waka waka. waka. This is the way. This is we the know waka the waka. way. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs>
You think, guys, it's only a matter of time before Lin Manuel Miranda's in the Mandalorian. <laughs> no, he's already been in Star Wars like twice no, now. He's already no. in Star Wars. Yeah, but that, okay, yeah, so has, so has Andy Serkis. Oh, God, you're That's right. True.